are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in. Let's play. We are the, the Scarlet, Scarlet sandbox. sandbox. Is that better? I don't know, because I can't hear the any. Power is the voice better? What is happening? Oh, I Adrian ooh. can't hear. Was my, my Is my mic even on? Yeah. Oh. Can you hear anything? Can you hear? No. <gasps> I don't know. It's like I'm drowning. It's like my ears. It's like my, <laughs> not my ears. Taylor. Jiggle her plug right on your left. Uh, what? Do what? <laughs> wow. Jiggle. Okay. Does that go that's, along that's with the one. dry hot dog? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. That, uh, uh, oh. Pull it out. Put it in. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. You want me to come do it? Good morning, Scarlet Sandbox. No, it's not better. Hell, help I'll come me. I took it out. <laughs> but uh, I mean, honestly, I don't even need it. <gasps> It's whatever. It's fine, but it's fine. I mean, we're already off if to a this good start. Is, yeah, our show this week is on survival tools. <laughs> uh, it's crackling. I do not know what is wrong with <laughs> the headphones. Oh, uh, uh, Problems uh, make uh, her go uh, into uh, accent uh, mode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No, not happening, Taylor. Not happening. But we're okay. just, I'm just going to pretend while he works. I'll give you the thumbs up when it happens, Taylor. Can you hear me? I mean, I can hear you outside of my headphones because I have ears like Put, a bat. Like this. I, I mean, I'm... Okay. No. Mm-mm. Taylor, not happening. I was like, you can put one in and one I've out. I've never... Ch- Sorry, guys. Um, I am not sitting in the chair of... Evil. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not doing it. You can sit next to me. Oh, I have one ear. <laughs> it's so fine. Right, it's fine. Hey, if this is not the way to kick off survival tools, <laughs> what do you do when your headphones don't work? Swim you anyway. talk louder. <laughs> no, everyone else has to talk louder because you're the one who can't hear. Well, but what, it's making me talk louder. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I think that you can't hear me. <laughs> we got you though. We got you, boo. <laughs> all right. After all the jiggling and in and out, and I got nothing. That's fine. Welcome to the Scarlet Sandbox. Scarlet. Heavy on the Scarlet. Today. Where we where we improvise, y'all. That's the point. Yeah. What do you do when things aren't going smoothly? That's gonna be like ask Adrian about last week or you know. What happened last week? <laughs> what Listen, did, what did is, not happen to you last that's week? Crazy. <laughs> so much happens and I'm like, wait, which which part? Which one? I know. Just every time I went, I flew over the counter at Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Survival tools don't go nuts because Listen, that's what we do. I literally had to apologize to my Louis Vuitton um, sales rep. His name is Adrian too, and he's like my favorite. <laughs> Adrian is my friend, and um, <laughs> I got this. Really crappy text from a client, which I'm going to tell y'all. In 16 years, I have never, like, if I ever made somebody unhappy, I don't know it. Okay? I've been very, very lucky in my career that I'm just good at what I do and clients are happy. And if they aren't, they're not telling me. I don't know. But I've never. I have never. <laughs> Tinsley, and I, Tinsley and I went to Louis Vuitton <laughs> to pick up my purse. And she wanted to buy a purse. She's been saving. She's working three jobs. She, you know, saving her money. She wanted to buy a purse. 
And if, <laughs> I think if it would have been for her buying the purse, I'd have probably just walked out of the store. I was so mad. And let me tell you all something about when I like sometimes I think people think I'm mad when I'm not even at like a two. I know it's scary. <laughs> people think I'm scary. But the truth is, I'm not even mad yet. Like when my kids like, Mom, are you OK? Yeah, great. What's the problem? Oh, when I tell you I was mad, I mean a 12. Yeah, she was. A 12. Without going into too much detail, um, this client had asked for something, paid for something. I gave her more than she paid for. And then she what? sent me a it's text. It's just a client wanting it for free. Yeah. Everything for free. Wanted That's something it. for the free. End. But even then, it wasn't even any of that. It was just goes back to the... I feel like the state of the world we're in, which is this entitlement and not uh, appreciating what people do for you, not seeking the good, right? With zero experience Listen, in, in anything. So, oh my God, it was so funny. I read the text walking in the door. The steam starts coming out of every orifice <laughs> of my body. I walk in that store and here's Adrian. You'd have to know Adrian too. He's like, hi. And I'm like, rah. <laughs> And he says these other two purses that I wanted to look like, look at ready. You know, he's like, look, I got your purses. And I'm like, screw those purses. I can't make any decisions right now. This lady's like, oh, my gosh, I just love the purse that you have. And I'm like, Tinsley's like, she means thank you. (laughs) I'm glad that we all know how to speak for you a lot because we do a lot. I literally tell Adrian, I'm like, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry that I am not in control of my feelings. Right? <laughs> I'll take that. Oh my gosh. I literally, so then he and Tinsley are moving along looking at the next like, person. Okay. I'm literally about to like hurdle the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I made that client a 10 point list and I mean counted them out. You sent one. Him, you sent all the 10 points to me. Two. Three. She sent them to me and I wrote back one line and she was like, I should have waited. (laughs) That would have worked. (laughs) I was like, no, I think she'll get your 10 points a little bit better than she would have gotten. Listen, if I ever, if I ever give you numbers with my thoughts (laughs) equals death, just don't find her. (laughs) Just stay far away. Equals death. I am like, listen, lady. It's awesome. So, yeah. Welcome to it. So you're like, ask her about her week last week. I'm like, why? What, what, what happened? Oh, yeah. Oh. You're talking about when I almost flew over the counter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I texted Adrian after I left. I was like, I hope I didn't embarrass you. What's Tinsley he supposed was, to say? <laughs> he was like, no, you're good. I'm like, yeah. right. Yeah, that means like, I'm not, I'm very not good. <laughs> like, Tinsley was like, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the funny part about that whole experience, I was so upset. <laughs> There's I one funny part. At, we haven't made it there yet. I'm crying. I know. There's literal tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> I was, I was so upset. I couldn't look at these purses. But the minute this other woman put my purse on, <laughs> I was like, No, no, she ma'am. on my purse. <laughs> I mean, I'd really hate to so take you. out this client on this poor so little sixty-year-old woman that's got my purse on. Who's worked 60 years to get your purse. Adrian, I think if you are upset that the other lady is, she was trying on the purse that I thought mm-hmm. I might buy. 
And he's like, Adrian, I think if you're upset that she's wearing it, that that means you really want it. I was like, bag it up. <laughs> bag it up. <laughs> you're like, back. no, I don't want it, but I don't want anyone else to have it either. So just put it on. Actually, I bought both. <laughs> that, I already know that. Did anyone on this podcast not think that she already bought both? Like that's a punchline as if we didn't know it. That's the most predictable story I've ever heard in my life. Well, it made me life. feel better. <laughs> I felt a lot better. Not me. I'd walk out and I'd be like, oh my gosh, my retirement's gone. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. You just can't make this stuff up sometimes. It's rough. <sighs> Isn't it funny how like we can have like, you know, talking about wilderness and stuff like for real wildernesses and then make it through and then crap like that will just spin you right off. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. I've survived the wilderness <laughs> so much. And when I get to the other side, that one and- bush will just. <laughs> Heaven forbid. <laughs> one stick and we're out. <laughs> Taylor. Taylor, we lost. You had to bring up. <laughs> Well, we've made it four minutes in. Oh, gosh, y'all, I hope. Oh, man. I hope y'all can follow along. <laughs> no, they can't. But it's so true. I feel like <laughs> we stay so strong and so mentally prepared. And so, you know, pillar of strength until I'm not. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> in fact, actually... <laughs> Please don't. I'm gonna lose my eyelids. <laughs> I think I have one of my real ones in mine, so I'm just gonna dig. To <clears throat> I actually did that yesterday. <laughs> what? After I got off work, I was like, I just worked. I with went you in the house. I honestly <laughs> don't know what happened. It was Tinsley and Jacob and Tatum and Aiden and my husband and. I think I was just so hungry. I was <laughs> so hungry. And Dustin, what did we have last night? Oh, yeah. Unstuffed bell pepper. You had that last night? No, not last no, night. You the had night spaghetti. before last. Yeah, the night before. It was not last night. It was oh, the okay. night before last, Monday night. And I think, you know, I just had so many clients. Like, it was, I'm really, really busy at work right now because I'm leaving to go out of town next week. <clears throat> and so I just felt like I ran a marathon. I don't even remember what I had for lunch, but it wasn't much. I'm going to go eat my sandwich is what you said. Maybe no, that, that was, was yesterday. yesterday. Anyway, I ate don't lunch, know. but I don't feel like I ate very much because mm. I was starving. And do you ever just have those moments when I walk in the house and Dustin was making it? And what I really probably needed was like a 15 minute break. Mm-hmm. But then the kids were like, mom, 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 mom. And I'm starving, and Dustin's talking and asking me a million questions. And so I finally, I mean, like. Do that same thing to that eye. My head. Yeah, my head spun around. And then it's like, do you ever get that when your, like, head is spinning around? Like, you feel like you're growing horns and spitting fire, and you know that you're really out of control and that you really should just stop talking, and it's not anyone else's fault, but you can't stop? It's like requires me to go to sleep and start over because I'm so power off, power on. I was just like, where's my dinner? 
literally like that. <laughs> wow. And Dustin's like, oh, good to see you. And I'm like, where is it? Why is it not ready? He's like, well, why don't you make the rice and it'll be ready? And so I make the rice. He goes, honey, you didn't vent the pouch. I was like, vent the pouch. I never vent the pouch. Show me where you vent the pouch. He's like, it's right here. And I was like, oh, I make rice like once a week. I've never vented the pouch. But, whew, it was rough. I'm glad you made it. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's like after I had worked so much, I made it through the wilderness the unvented rice pouch sent me over. Then I went to bed. Yes. I ate my dinner and excused myself. <laughs> they from probably the appreciated that more than you know. So, what do you do to survive? Vent the rice pouch, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I will not make that mistake again. <laughs> I can tell you that. There you go. Learn from your... Did y'all know that? I, I'm talking about the, the... You tear the corner? Yeah, but you know you that 90-second rice? I, I would buy that Uncle Ben's yeah, jasmine rice, and I, I didn't know that. You just cracked well, the Well, I mean, corner. I know that, but I didn't know that was a requirement. You know how many of those rice pouches I've cooked? Is it a requirement it if you've never done it and it still works, though? Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's really not a requirement. It's just a suggestion. Well, actually, <laughs> the, rice, the rice was better and fluffier when you vent the oh, pouch. I've never not, so I can't compare. But good to know. I've been but doing it's it still the right edible way. if you don't. Ah. I just don't think it's as steamed. It's just more. Steamed rice is not as steamed if you don't vent the pouch. Right. I think it's more. At least we have a takeaway for these people. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say Uncle Ben's jasmine so good. rice is so good. So good. In fact, I don't think I'm going to eat any other type of rice. It's good. And do you know those pouches would be wilderness safe? I mean, I feel like those are something that you could put in your pouch. Well, that's another needed, podcast. If you needed um, a meal to take if with If we're you. talking about, like, literal wilderness, we're in trouble. We're going to need our husbands on the podcast. Well, I feel like we're... Um, Mine's going to sit in this chair. <laughs> Mine's gonna sit in my lap. <laughs> Look at Taylor's face. <laughs> but if the there was one bush made us go there. Oh, uh huh. <clears throat> Sorry, one second while I read comments because y'all know I can't do both. She she said it's true that you know you make it through so many big things and something small. I mean, and I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like that that is truly like the state of our world right now, right? <clears throat> so, for example, I have the best y'all. I have the best memory in the world, and right now it is like sifting through a rolodex of experiences from the last five days. I'm having a hard time remembering, but we were just talking about somebody was being crappy to me. And I try not to take it personal because I'm realizing what it is. And it was like a service rep. You know what I mean? I, I can't remember because, like I said, I call something every day. So mm. if it's not, you know, I was trying to get a rental car and then I was trying to get this. I was trying to get that. But somewhere along there, somebody was being crappy to me. <clears throat> I know who it was. It was a direct TV. Okay. I was like, you called the internet yesterday. You called the Bronco people. Uh -huh. Then there was that. But anyways, um, 
the the rep was not very nice and i'm trying to like give them my money right like i'm i'm the customer the lady and i so i was trying to just like i was trying to be the nice person so that i could change her like maybe she had been chewed out enough that she was not in a good headspace and maybe i could be the rainbow more gold <laughs> less rainbow to, um <laughs> To make her day a little bit better, it was not, she was not having it. Anyway, I got off the phone and we were just talking about how many people are just so angry right now because what the truth is is they don't feel control or they feel controlled by the media, the government, corona, all these things that they can't fix right now. And so they're trying to control the people around them. And she's a service rep, so goodness knows how many she's affected by other people on the other end who are trying to control them because of the same right. thing. But don't you feel like everybody right now is so wound angry. up? Yes. <laughs> so angry. angry. And I'm trying to not do that. I mean, um, I'm trying to be the light <laughs> instead of sucking the life out of others. In which you've really proven <sighs> with your last two stories about your life <laughs> lately. <laughs> I mean, where's my dinner was so light. I literally walked right up to my husband, put my arms around him, kissed him on the mouth, and was like, Good night. I'm sorry. Thank you for dinner. <laughs> got, a, got a blast. <laughs> I mean, at least you're the storm and the rainbow. Yeah. When he finally came and crawled into bed with me, I was like, Thank you so much for dinner. But don't talk anymore. It's like <laughs> getting in bed with the Loch Ness monster. Exactly. <laughs> it's me, not you. It's like a breakup. It's me. She might it's eat me, me before you. I wake up, but it's fine. <laughs> take my chances. <laughs> might be missing an arm when you wake up. But. <laughs> I mean, it's you're alive. But anyway, I'm serious. Like, don't you feel like everybody is flying off the a handle lot. over small things mm -hmm. because so much? And I feel like if you don't fly off the handle over small things like everyone else, then they get even worse. Like with you. You know what I mean? Like you should be. So you're telling me I'm normal? No. Well, <laughs> pretty much for us. I mean, I don't freak uh, out about things that people freak out. I just, it does not, it's not me. So. Well, and that's what I think is so funny about us because the things that you think would send us over the edge. Don't. Don't. But the things that you're like. Move the little rocks in the way, man, because that's what I'm on trip over. Yep. Like. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like that's how that it's more the little rock versus the bush. That's what I'm saying. Like you're right. <laughs> I just stepped outside of the wilderness and I hit a pebble <laughs> and flat on my face. Boom. Yeah, that, that's gonna be us. Yeah. But what? How do you? You keep asking me that. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I can see our work day. I'm literally well. crying. We are literally haven't stopped. But, I mean, I feel like I am the always the one getting us back on topic, too. <laughs> I'll follow you wherever you want to go. Taylor is over here like, what is going on? Taylor's like, here's all your comments. God bless America. 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 Just add an M in front of that. Oh, man. Save us the $1,500. Just add an M. That's the truth. <laughs> What she's referring to is my husband used to have his um, ex-wife's name on his collarbone, right? It said Erica. 
and he was going to get lasered. He was going to pay, and he did. He paid thousands he of dollars to remove it. And I was like, you know, really, we could just save a lot of money and just put an N in front of it. <laughs> because oh America doesn't affect, I mean, <laughs> I could care less about it anyways, even when it was there. But he was like, absolutely not. So he paid thousands of dollars. It's fine. And if y'all have I never still had, vote for the M. if y'all have never had a tattoo burned off, let me tell you something. It feels like somebody's drawing on your body with a cigarette. Like, I think it's like carving your skin with a knife. Yeah, but it's hot for me. <laughs> <laughs> a heated up knife. It was hot. It is hot. Hot. The blisters after it too, man. Yep. I had all my tattoos burned off like fourteen mm. times each. Yeah, I, I can't even that. imagine right here. Call it, yeah. Blister. I had my arm done a couple times, but I wasn't ever getting rid of it. I just. I mean, that would be a wilderness moment. Like you got to buckle down and. Oh yeah. Get right. They gave me one of them peaky squeeze balls. Uh huh. Never been so thankful for a peaky squeeze ball. I didn't. I just laughed. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) I laughed, but that's how I do pain. With the UV glasses on, it's bad. Even when I was giving birth, I would just laugh, and I, I don't think I laughed once. Not once. I think people think I'm insane. Yeah, probably. I mean, I probably am. Maybe so. But that's my survival tool. What do we know? I just don't think I'm going to laugh if I get stuck in an elevator. (laughs) Maybe you would. (laughs) I wouldn't get so lucky, but maybe you would. Because, you know, that's my worst fear. And I think I would be more like pee in the elevator floor. That's what I see myself doing. Get us out. But what if I'm alone? You wouldn't be alone because you wouldn't go. <laughs> That's not true. It is. I have pushed myself. <laughs> okay. Not very often. <clears throat> Actually, I went through, I, I've only been this way again for the last couple of years, but I think that's because my anxiety has been. Everybody's anxiety has been weird. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, again, that's where we're at. So that's what I'm trying to um, bring. I'm trying to get back in tune with myself. Why my anxieties. At a 10. I am my survival tool. And I know that like the cliche thing and the true thing all in one is to say God is. But like who I am through God is my survival tool. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't have a whole belt. Just pull out this, pull out that. I mean, you can. But like at the end of the day, I'm it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and I like what you said there because it, so many people do think God is just like your savior. That he's going to come swoop in and fix it all for you. And I hate to break this to you, but if you've read anything at all about the Bible, he tells you. I mean, yes, he will when you ask and when you seek and when you do the work. Yeah. It's like you come to the table. He comes with what he is. You better come with what you are. Mm-hmm. And it better not be nothing. Because the magic is when you have what you have, he has what he has. He's good. And you go he's, to work. And it's the same thing. He's already given you all that you need and all the tools. You don't want to do the work. Yeah, I'm over people not wanting to do the work. I think I'm getting a little bit thin. You know what I'm saying? But people want this magic potion. There is, we they don't want turn the gold. This, right. Yeah, without doing any of the work. In fact, my husband had the, and I had this very conversation three nights ago. when um, Before you, Loch Ness. We were in the pool. and No, that was two nights ago. This was the night before that. Ah. Um, we were in the pool, and we were talking... And, you know, he knows that I'm very, he always says, like, that I never worry about money or I never worry about, it's weird because I just don't worry about those big things. You know, that we're, I, it's the little small pebbles for me and the boulders. Are, I'm just like, 
give me a boulder and I'm going to tell you 80 ways to move it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Give me a pebble and I'm going to fall flat on my face. It's legit the <laughs> truth, right? And so my husband's always like, how do you not worry about these things? You don't worry about like the kids, the money, the business. And then, and I said, because I have a relationship with the Lord. And I know that even if our business were to go bankrupt or we were to fail, that's his plan for me. I, I mean, fail, I don't really, that word doesn't really, I guess, because if, for example, the business were to bank, bankrupt and somebody were to call that a failure, that's not a failure to me. That's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all a moment away from losing our job, getting cancer and losing our job, getting in a car wreck and I can't use my hands anymore to do my job. I mean, is that failure? That's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then, so then what, what are you going to do? You got to have a backup plan. You got to have a survival tool. Mm-hmm. And so I just know that if something were to happen to my business or his business and, you know, thank goodness I was 19 and did some really dumb stuff like waste all my money and, you know, have credit card debt up to my eyeballs. I was younger when I went through all that. And so it set me up better. And I know sometimes people don't go through that till they're like 35. Um, and that stinks because it's a rough place to be. But for me, um, you know, we, we now live in a position where if one or the other of us lost our job, we can pay our bills, you know, and that's something I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage, uh, other people and my kids is to not be house uh, poor, what they call house poor, meaning that your house payment or your car payments are so high that if you lost, mm-hmm. you know, skipped a check, you're broke, you know? And, um, so when he was like, you never worry about that. And I'm like, cause I got 79 other ways to move the boulder. I never failure. I don't know how to, explain that but it's funny because for you you don't have the 79 written down like i've watched you in the driveway when you and your husband had knocked down drag out and i was like okay so tanner being tanner what are we gonna do you're like i don't know exactly but i'm not worried about it i'm gonna do it yeah if i have to sell everything i own and sell it and burn it all to the ground well then we'll make it Mm -hmm. like (laughs) if somebody thinks that like your house or your pool or your Gucci belt or whatever defines you. They have not been where I have been. <laughs> Watch you be like, I'll light it on fire right now. Like oh. I will walk away from this right now. <laughs> and I think that's my point because I'll I'll do it again. You'll do it again. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like it's. I hate to break this. Deal, one of the most amazing things I think I've ever watched in you. I. You know how many times I've moved out of a house with nothing? <laughs> four. Count them. All four. Like literally. All of my husbands kept everything. I did take my girls to Barbie Jeeps when I left Elvis. <laughs> the kids are keeping their Barbie oh Jeeps, damn it. Which is my point. Your survival tool ultimately comes up to you. Yeah. You might have things you pull out and we might get out a piece of paper and write down the blah, blah, blah. I get it. But like ultimately, if you're not. Haven't I ever told you about my Blackberry story? Why don't you tell our listeners? <laughs> I wanted a Blackberry so bad. So I bought one. You remember the blackberries? She means the phone, not the plant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you do a lot of gardening. It's true. <laughs> no, yes, the phone, the old blackberries. Yes. And it was gonna. It was the. Uh, it was the original version of a planner. Remember, it was Franklin Covey. 
before that, you'd write it all in a planner, which I had one of those two. Actually, I probably had 10. <laughs> I love to be organized. And all I ever wanted was my planner with my tabs and all the accessories. <laughs> Except the problem was I had it all in my head. Mm-hmm. I would write it all down and I would never look at it because I didn't need it. I could just check the stuff off in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, dang it. I wanted to check all the boxes. <laughs> so then I got a Blackberry and I'm a little stylist, my little pen. <laughs> Never needed it. Never needed it. All right here. So I I say that because that's how I am. Mm -hmm. Every business I've ever owned, I've never written a business plan ever. No. She's never Never. written. Now, I don't suggest that. (laughs) I do not. But it is one of the coolest things. I do not suggest that because I've had to learn a lot of things. I could probably be be a millionaire living on a beach right now. Probably. If I would have written it down or used the black Palm Pilot. That's <laughs> what it was. The Palm Pilot. Do you remember those, Taylor? I actually do. I'm Taylor, the how old are one you? In here. 31. I'm 34 and I barely remember that. I love tech stuff, though. Barely. Fine. Okay, I'm okay, old. Okay. I didn't. Not that old. N- not, neither of us said that. You said mm-hmm. that. When y'all don't even know what a Palm Pilot is. I mean, I've heard I of just it. Do you even know, know what Franklin Covey is? No, I didn't know I that. Know I was going to let you roll with it. Franklin Covey was the, what's her name now? Erin, that makes all those cute planners. I thought that was like Nicole something. No, I thought it was Erin something. You're probably right because I have no idea. Um, I don't have it in my head and I don't write it down. So there's that. Right Help there me you. out, y'all. Erin, <laughs> she makes all the cute, all the teachers Cindy had have one them. of those in the comments, so maybe she can help. Who? Cindy oh, says she had one. No, I think she's talking about the Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot. Oh. Condren. Condren. Thanks, Krista. Is it Emily Condren? Is that her name? No, because you just said you you just said Aaron. But is it Aaron or Emily? Aaron? Oh my gosh. Where's my phone? Here we go. <laughs> I'm trying to Google. Aaron Condren? Siri. Who makes the planners? Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, is that Aaron Condren. E-R-I. Oh planners, my gosh. Notebooks, see? journals, and stationery. Brings fun and functionality if together. If that doesn't tell you how organized I want to be, I still, yes, see, Erin Condren. She is the 2021 version of Franklin Covey. Franklin Covey, and I mean, Franklin Covey was so big that co- corporations like Home Depot or whoever would buy you a Franklin Covey. You don't have to feel old, though, because 2021, Erin Condren, I didn't know that either. So there you go. Has nothing to do because with you age. would never spend the money on any of that. You would just get a notebook paper, a legal uh, yep, pad. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that is this. That is <laughs> because Tanner does right. not do cute. No, I wanted a spiral notebook. That's all I need. <laughs> Tanner does functioning. I want to do cute, but when it comes down to it, you will not spend the money. I would spend the money, but it would never get used, which is why I don't spend the money. Oh, I spend the money, and it doesn't get used. Like the three purses <laughs> yes, I bought that I haven't that used once. You. <clears throat> that is you. That's not true. I've used two of them. I've used two of them. That's not true. I'm that's proud not of you. true. Only once, but that's beside the point. I, you I, usually I buy the cute, not use them, and then I use them <clears throat> for cheap. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Which works for me. That's true. Which is why I need to do a closet clean out ASAP. Me first. <laughs> so going back to our survival tools, survival tools that we have yet to get to. Well, no, we got to the big one, which is us and yeah. what we have to relying on ourselves. I don't know how to say that you have to work on yourself. Every that was single my day. point. I was like, talking to my husband. Day, 
that's where where I was going with that because my husband was like, "How come you don't ever care about this?" And I was like, he, "He's like, I, you know, people say I, I talk to God and God says this, and I feel so comfortable with God, and I don't have any of that." And I said, "Okay, well, how often do you crack open the Bible?" You know, the same things that I tell you guys are the same things that I tell my husband and my kids. Like, I do the work. I, I'm involved in something every day for 30 minutes of some sort, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a book, whether it's a conversation with somebody that's wiser than I am, you know, my mentor, whoever, discussing these types of things. Right. I put in the work. What so, do you go to bed with that made you better than when you woke up that morning? And well, if you can't answer that, don't go to sleep yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I asked him, I said, okay, Dustin, I mean, this is a, sorry to, uh, I hate being stereotypical, but the best way I explain it to my husband is the same thing. You're wondering why that girl won't go to bed with you. What'd you do? Text her? Text her once a week, then you wonder why she's not going to bed with you? This is exactly what I told my husband. Mm -hmm. Are you that guy? Mm -hmm. I mean, typically... Somebody that's going to give the most of themselves to you is somebody that you've dated, that you've put the work in, that you've Given called the every day, yourself yeah, that you. you showed up at their door with flowers and dating them and dating them, dating them, taking them and courting them. And, you know, well, that <laughs> it registered so much, Tanner. He re he couldn't sleep the night. Before last, I guess the night Here that I almost made his arm off. <laughs> he stayed up all night scared. Bet he did. <laughs> so he read the Bible for like an hour and a half. So then last, what day? No, because that had to be the night before that. It had to be the night before that because it had to be Sunday night because. When I came over? The night before last. That was Monday. When we were sitting outside, he was reading the Bible to me. Mm -hmm. He was in Proverbs. Which is a great place it's to a start. Great place for um, that to start. Yes, I was so proud of him, but I was like, "How do you feel?" He's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much." Yeah, yeah, buddy. Look at that thirty minutes of work. You know, mm -hmm. instant peace, instant. When you have those fly over the counter moments of at Louis Vuitton, what I really should have done. Excuse me, Lily. Open Proverbs. Bible. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. When you feel, I know you women, especially if you're 40 and up and you're going through like perimenopausal or menopause and like you're having those, like you could literally bite someone <laughs> because I have a lot of those moments right now, straight up, like, I don't even know what I'm mad about. I'm just mad. Anybody opens their mouth, but you really, and you know, you, you know that that it's like the hormones inside you and you just like can't. Mm -hmm. I also felt this way after I had my kids. I was like to say I'm like new right to after that. yes, right like, after pregnancy. It's I know it's hormonal, yeah, and you know that it's almost like you just it's like getting that really bad headache where you just you have to sleep it off. You mm -hmm. know, like you have to sleep off this bad attitude. But the truth is, if you would just go in the closet and open the Bible for 15 minutes and go to Proverbs, not only does it feed your mind, but it makes you stop. Yeah, and I think that's a big one. Like people can't figure out how to just not act. Yeah. Because what you're coming at with is not going to be good. And you're like, retra I mean, that goes back to retraining your brain. Your brain, brain is a tape recorder mm. and it just gets stuck in a loop. You know, we've all had a VHS at some point. I don't care how old you are. And it's just loop, 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 loop. You got to break the loop. Mm. You got to break the white fuzz on the TV. Right. 
And how are you going to do that? And when you're at the lowest of low, and you know what? This goes back to that YouTube I sent you. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's, in fact, I got something great. Are y'all ready for this? You might need a notebook because I'm going to, I actually took notes on The cheap on this. one, preferably. <laughs> the one that gets used. I'm going to give you the 10 signs you're a victim and the 10 signs you're a survivor. Are you ready? This is serious. Ready. Because I have I think not listened to Because I this will really yet. help you. Um, I really think this will help you decide. And, and you may, look, out of these 10 and 10, mm. my husband and I did this exercise. And um, he is more of a victim than a survivor. I am more <laughs> of a survivor than a victim. That doesn't mean that there aren't pieces of the, like, I'm looking at them like they can see me. If you're on Facebook Live, I'm looking at you. She and always you come does back, this. I don't know why. See how the thing looks where I'm, like, looking at you and you're not... <laughs> And I'm just looking at his face. Um, But if you wonder what I'm doing, that's what I'm doing. But all right. Ten signs you're a victim. You complain, but you never act because you believe you're supposed to be in this place. Number two. Gross. You talk about the same problems over and over. Number three. You're never able to get resolution. Even with tools and resources, nothing changes. You sabotage yourself or you give up at the right moment because you don't believe you're worth it. Number four, you're looking for people to save you. This is a big one. This is kind of like making me like yeah, nauseated. <laughs> you want a pastor or a counselor of somebody on social media. You eat up that person's time and resources. Can you tell me? Can you help me? Help me, help me, help me. Instead of you doing the work yourself. If I could just talk to so-and-so, you need to be rescued. I can't. Number five, you do not accept responsibility. There's always someone to blame. And you blame shift for changing circumstance, not the abuse. So you don't have to be responsible for if you are a victim of abuse. You're not taking the blame for the abuse. You're taking the blame for not shifting it. Okay, this happened to me and now I have to do something about it, right? Number six, you take more than you give. You take more of people's time and effort, and you're usually in denial. Number seven, you're uncomfortable with being well. This is a big one. People do, what do we talk about with vibrations and drama? Um, You know, you, you, you have a lot of drama because that's what you know. You're not well because that's, you don't know how to be well. Okay. And when you are, you have no excuse for something. You don't, you don't know your value. You're, you're very defensive. You feel unworthy, unloved and devalued. It's hard to accept being loved. What you really need is to be restored and be vulnerable. And that takes God revelation from God. Number eight, you're in crisis more than you're not. That's a big one. Something every day, every day, every day. Number nine, (laughs) You make people tired. If you're giving, if you're getting the like juju that whoever you're talking to, you know the energy. If you feel it, you probably are. But who's the denominator? Some like of those. And number ten, you tend to harm others rather than than have mercy. You're in constant need of attention. You're in constant need of help. So what I strongly, you know, my husband and I, we went through these ten. And he checked off the ones that he feels like he is, right? 
same with me. I mean, I still I think even we've been here. Yes. We, yeah, that's and we saying. can still be here today. That's why I said I have my own. Where I'm. So this of... is not to shame anybody. This is to, for a self accountability. Why am I looking at them? I do this. I you can I'm look at them. To the I'm audience. fine. I'm used to that. <laughs> so the point is, it's not to shame you. It's it's a self identification. This should be good. Yes. That's how you know that like you're he- like you're here for the right reasons and you're in the right headspace. I should read this list and be like, oh, you know what? I do have those people where I feel like, oh, am I getting on your nerves? Or the but what energy? Really, yes. Maybe I should work on that. But let me that tell you. That should be what you feel This right now. also showed me who maybe I need to distance myself from. From. Yes. You should. Am I this Because here's the 10 signs you're a survivor. Let's get surviving. I'm ready. I feel Let's like go. we need that. Uh, what's that song? Uh Dang it, I was going to sing Aya. Yeah. I'm a fo- <laughs> but I almost went into Aya the Tiger. <laughs> we are the champions. I promise there are no drugs in my coffee. I don't know what is happening to me today. This is going to be a great day. All right. Number one, you're behaviorally active. Always moving towards hope. Number two. You're willing to sacrifice whatever is necessary to change. It is a profound commitment towards healing. Trying is lying. When you hear somebody saying, I'm, I'm trying. trying. No, you're not. No, you're not. You I do mean, it or you don't. You're thinking the about end. it. That's not trying. I mean, that's not doing. When you are sick of suffering, you will change. Number three, you're willing to be uncomfortable for extended periods of time. Number four, you do not give in to fear. You may have it, but you're not letting it control you. You don't think Tanner and I have fear every day. So many things, but nothing will own me. Not that Gucci purse, not that fear. The end. Number five, you're willing to adapt to the reality you're in. I'm sorry. You're willing to adapt to the reality you're in and not the one that you hope for. This is a big one. Okay. Uh, people think that if I could just get out of this situation, I would be better. Well, I hate to break this to you, but God never promises that your circumstance is going to be great. Ask Tanner. You're still going to have problems afterwards. I mean, like if I could just get past Raven, if I could just, you know, get halfway better, if I could just get to this point, well, guess what? There's a whole new set of, well, Raven's not coming back. Right. But I mean, so you're never going to change that circumstance. It's kind of like whenever you have a paper cut after you have a baby, it's like, how does a paper cut still hurt after I birthed the child? Like, it's still kind of that analogy. Even after, you know, it's been a year and a half of Raven, there's still another thing that you're like, Mm -hmm. well, if I could get out of this, then I'll be like, there's always going to be that. So the note there is you can't be responsible for anyone but yourself. Number six, you learn from the circumstance you're in instead of acting like they don't exist. This is another huge one. Learning this is unhealthy. Wait a minute. Er, 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 all done. Okay. The the number the big piece of this is people saying, um, and, and saying, oh, it's okay. If you know, they'll change. It'll be all right. Sorry, I was I made myself like little notes, but um, you know how like you like yeah short note, and then I was like, what what am I saying there? <laughs> um, so always making an excuse for yourself or that other person instead of accepting the circumstances you're you know as it is. Mm. In black and white. Facing the giant, right? Number seven, you're willing to use all your resources to move towards change. That's a big one. No more excuses. 
or rationalizing without always knowing the outcome. People will move if they know at the end of the t- that there's light at the end of the tunnel, but how do you move if you can't see anything but darkness? That's that motivation stuff. Number eight, you actively seek help. A victim is just spinning, talk, 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 talk. Don't ask for help. Talk, 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 talk. Ask for help. Do the work. Mm-hmm. Number nine, you resist panic and fear. You attack giants. You don't concede. Um, a lot of times this is a result of Holy Spirit conviction. I like that because, and I'm going to get to that in a second. I'll, let me finish number 10 and then I'll go where I was going with that. Number 10 is hope outside of yourself. If you think you can do it alone or you think that you can over, and this is my number one issue with people who don't like counseling or don't believe in counseling. It's the, I'm not going to the doctor people. I'm strong enough. Yeah. I'm big enough. I'm bad enough. No, you're not. <laughs> Newsflash. Here's your sign. You bad enough, but. That's where it ends. If your hope is in figuring it out instead of God, you will not get there. Everywhere you go, there you are. I mean, if it was all up to you, you wouldn't even be in this boat because you've been with yourself for however many years you're alive and you haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) Circumstantial change won't get you there. Job, marriage, death of a child, whatever, right? So the point is what I was going to say a second ago is Holy Spirit conviction, um, and, you know, it, it, your hope inside yourself is you have got to find something bigger. And that's the point. But that goes back to what you said about I am my best survival tool. Mm-hmm. So, yes, God is ultimately the. But if what what if you lived based on what he says you are? He doesn't just say you're not. I mean, it is. I'm nothing without you. But he just doesn't say you're nothing he says you're fearfully wonderfully like made. You are one of a kind for a purpose. You by yourself. Like I have made and, and, you to freaking succeed. You know, if there was one gift I ever gave myself, it was about my husband. My husband is not my savior. And you know, we we in fact <laughs> I have a friend, she'll know exactly who she is if she's listening to this, but you know, we have that Jesus mentality, like we're going to save the world and save ourselves and do all this. But the truth is you, you can't need your savior if you think you're the savior. Right. And, um, also known as Messiah complex. Right. But a lot of times we, we, we have that for our spouses. We want our spouse to save us or we want, we expect them to save us and we find their worth there. And you got to lay that down. When you realize that God gave you a spouse in his image, because he can't be here with you. Not only then does that tell you what you need to look for in a spouse, which is usually problem number one. I mean, if you know, so it's like what you just said. Okay, so if I pick a spouse that is completely the reflection of Jesus, the reflection of God, what would that look like? And then if I'm a reflection of God, what would that look like? So if you're a reflection of God and your spouse is, then would you care what other people that's a pretty convicting, like. I think it's important for you to focus on your reflection first. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Because that's another problem that we're at. It's like, um, it's that nickel looking for a dime thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you expect or you're that entitled or you're whatever to like the best of the best. And where are you? What are you coming to the table with? Mm hmm. Well, and look, I mean, people do this with their kids and with mm-hmm. their best friend. It doesn't always have a spouse. Right. But I just think a spouse is like kind of the number one. 
you you know, if I could just marry the right guy and if he was just a better dad or he was just a better provider, he was, you know, and it's none of that. It's none of that. You've learned about it in basic job interviews. Why should we hire you? Thousand. Start asking yourself that on your kids. Start asking yourself on that marriage. Less of, I wish he was this. Why should we hire you? Well, that goes back to victim versus survivor. Right. Are you blame shifting? Is it somebody else? Your circumstances just suck so bad. And then being able to separate yourself when your husband's not doing what you want him to do, when your kids are not doing what, okay, that's cool. That's between you and God. Right. I'm still me, and I'm worth it. And he says that I got big plans. And it's not an excuse to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Just because your circumstances suck so bad. Or your husband sucks so bad. Or your kids suck so bad. What mastering your amygdala brain what is that i i can't see that but amygdala i think that's what that says if i it's your brain mastering your mind i never heard that word i learned something new that's my friend since we were like 10 she just taught me something new i was trying to see if there was um so now you you may have to go back in fact uh i'll have shania when she does, she does a kind of a recap for our show on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, you'll need to go there. But I will have Shania put these 10 and 10 on a graphic for you so that that's something that you can save or whatnot. Because it's maybe a reference that you need to come back to multiple times in your life. It's I, self-inventory. Yes. And, and sometimes this is circumstantial. It's not always like a place in your life. Maybe it's just through that divorce or through that job change or through that hard time with your kid. Or maybe it's just your own deep, dark depression and anxiety. Oh, I'm not worth it. I'm not this and I can't do it. And are you spinning, spinning, spinning? (laughs) Are you acting, acting, acting? It's a really good. I'm glad that I. I like it. I know. I like it. That was not intentional. Dang, we that was good for that a survival tool. Whew, if you made it through that first four minutes. Or 14. We gave you some good <laughs> meat. But dang. It started with the headphones. We started on jiggle and ended on meat. I say it's a good episode. Jiggle, we started at bush. <laughs> Tear it on your walls. Build your dreams. See you next week. Bye.